Hey, this is Megan and Stacey. Welcome to this What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode. If you don't already know and love these episodes, they are bite-sized digests of what we're actually cooking at home and feeding our families right now. If you're new to these, we share six meal ideas, which you can turn into your own meal plan for next week. We share links to the specific recipes in our free community where you can get even more dinner inspiration in our weekly meal planning thread. Check out both the free discussion board to get this week's links and more details about our supporting membership at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Boom. Megan. Yes, ma'am. All right. It is May. I know for you, that means you actually just said before we hit record that you only have three weeks left to school, which is bananas. It's less than three weeks. And I don't know why I'm distancing myself so much because I think I only really have a month and like some days, but I'm still like, oh, we have so much time. But like, you really don't. Yes. Somehow, because your like end of school date is in June, it feels further totally. out. Like mine is in May. It's fully in May, but it's like not even the last week of May. It's like mid-May. Dude, it's crazy. I'm not not freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, what are you cooking? Okay. As you not freak out, not it's not freak out. Question. It's such a good question. I've revealed before that sometimes I try to like be more ambitious with my cooking on a week where we are talking about what we're cooking. So I sound impressive. <laughs> and I think I just fully have to cop to, I am like relying on old standards yeah, right now. baby. I love that. Because not only is it the end of year, so there's like award ceremonies, but there's also soccer. And because it rained so much in April, we're doing like double headers on the weekends of soccer to like make up soccer games. Uh, I'm also dealing with a fifth grader who's about to be promoted to a middle schooler. And she was a tiny girl when we started. I know. (laughs) Her sweet little voices at the beginning of the regular main feed episodes. The like Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You. So it's cute. so sweet. I should get her to redo it just so we can uh, hear the difference. I should get Isaac to redo it. I don't think he had gone through his voice change. No, he had not. <laughs> very, very different. Uh, we're currently arguing about what dress we're hmm. ordering to Fun. wear for the promotion ceremony. So that's really neat. So, <laughs> so there's absolutely no time to cook in between all that <laughs> arguing about dresses. Yeah, I feel like I'm barely getting our calendar updated, not even getting my like meal planning um, whiteboard updated every week. I will say I have I had one very specific craving recently and I followed that, which was for peanut noodles. Before culinary school, I worked in this very cute cafe in Vermont and one of their like signature dishes, in addition to their sandwiches, where they had these like this spicy peanut noodle bowl. And it was literally just like chewy wheat noodles in this very flavorful peanut sauce with like a ton of shaved veggies on top of Mm -hmm. it and sesame seeds. And I thought that I had the recipe for that peanut sauce. So when I was in Atlanta recently, I went on a mission to find the very specific wheat noodles and I found them. And I came home and looked through my recipe notebooks and could not find the recipes. Frustrating. So I went to the interweb and I picked out a peanut sauce recipe from Bon Appetit. It seemed very straightforward. It's a Hetty McKinnon mm-hmm. recipe, which she wrote to Asia with love. Um, so I thought this will be very solid. 
oh, I feel something coming on. Okay, it seemed what? kind of perfect, right? Especially for like a soccer night when mm-hmm. we have soccer practice. Like I could make the sauce in advance. The noodles are served cold so they can be made in advance and just do like some chopped veggies yep, totally. and peanuts on top. I did not find the sauce to be flavorful enough for me. Oh, no. Okay. Tell us what's in it. Okay. This is a great question. I might have to open up my own link to remember. Because I have very strong feelings about peanut sauce. Okay. Well, that's good. Maybe you have a recipe that you can recommend. Okay. I think what was appealing to me is like, it's very simple. So it's like half cup of peanut butter, um, unseasoned rice vinegar, maple syrup or honey, soy sauce, and garlic. Yeah. That is very standard peanut sauce. Totally. Right. But like, I feel like it needs, so it calls for one clove of garlic and one teaspoon of soy sauce. I need, I think it needed like triple of both of those to just, even just to start. And like, I wish I added some garlic chili sauce to get more garlic and that like punchy heat that I think of, of peanut noodles. I also think in general, I could have just made more of the sauce for the noodles. Okay. So I've experimented with a lot of peanut sauce recipes because when my kids were little, they used to love peanut noodles. I ended up very slightly adapting. I think technically it's not even an adaptation. Like I might have changed like one thing. And for all you non-recipe developers out there, you have to change at least three aspects of recipe in a significant notable way for you to be able to make any claim. And even then, I would probably say, like if it was just amounts, I would say adapted by or adapted from rather. Anyway, you know, it was just for my like home use. So I never put a note. And now I can't be sure how much of this recipe that I make is mine versus where it came from. Now, I think, I feel pretty sure, but I cannot guarantee it. Oh my gosh, what's her name? I love her so much. She's a like old school food personality. Her first name is Sarah. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, she's blonde. Yes. And petite. Yes, I follow her on Instagram. Sarah Moulton. Oh my gosh, we should have got that one. Okay. You guys, Sarah Moulton's the best. She's like old school. Anyway. I'm pretty sure that Sarah Moulton should get credit for this. But anyway, okay, you put everything in a blender and it's peanut butter. It's a little bit of lemon juice. It's soy sauce. It's sesame oil. Then it's three scallions, green and white parts, just trimmed, and a little bit of hoisin sauce. And if you want a little sriracha or hot sauce. And it is I great. think it's the sesame oil. I think that was a big missing component in Hetty's recipe and something that I remember from the recipe from my Cafe Piccolo. Okay, so sesame oil is a big one. I think adding the scallions, which you don't see very often, is really big too. Yes. Okay, I'm going to try it again in May and report back maybe in our next What We're Cooking and Eating Now. Because I will say- What We're Cooking and Eating Now board, I will cut and paste my little like recipe. You guys, I'm just going to cut and paste it because it's from my personal notes. So I'm not going to do credit or anything, but like try it. I think the hoisin sauce is a nice addition, too. It gives a depth of flavor, but it might be different than what... This oomph of the umami and the robust sweetness that's, like, missing. That's why I was saying, like, it needs more of all those things. So I do want to say my kids were into the concept of it. Okay. And I think of peanut noodles as being one of those unsung 
dinner heroes because it's like pantry staples totally. for the most part, whatever veggies you have on hand. So not a fa- family fail, but a recipe fail. If I am just being real honest. Got which it. I yes. Today. Okay. Okay. The other thing I made actually just last night was, and I almost voice texted you to be like, I love so much when my queen agrees to, from the selection of recipes I've chosen, a dinner choice, and then eats absolutely zero of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice moves. So much sarcasm. I made, it's a recipe I wrote for the kitchen. There are so many iterations of this, though. It's like, Easy creamy beef and shells, almost like um like a hamburger helper. Ooh, so you yummy. yeah. So ground beef, there's tomato sauce, there's cheese, you add a little bit of heavy cream or half and that half. That sounds good. I want that right now. Yeah. A very good, very satisfying one pot meal. No, but you could totally add it. It's mm. just got garlic and onion powder okay. in it for for flavoring. But that's also the nice thing is like it's I think I wrote it as part of like one of those five ingredients. Yeah, sort totally. of okay. collections. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. But like you could add tons of, like you could add hot sauce. You could switch out the beef. You could do I I didn't have shells. So last night I used fusilli and it was great. I have strong feelings about fusilli. Is that for another episode? That's a whole nother <laughs> That's another one, Phyllis. We can't get into it. We have to be concise. And didn't I just feed you what we're cooking and eating now? So, and then I just also roasted broccoli because I had the oven on. I was roasting some strawberries for okay. Pop-Tarts. Which I have is a just technical. a whole other story. I have a technical question. Okay. You were roasting broccoli. Was it fresh or frozen? It was fresh. I tried the frozen trick recently. I should turn it into a reel. I was not satisfied. Why is the whole internet freaking out about it? Maybe I did oh, it wrong. Okay. Let's let's discuss and we should think about making that um mm-hmm. an Instagram reel for Didn't I Just Feed You? Because I'm pro. I know I don't want I, I, I don't want to get too wrong. far off subject. So, but shells and beef shells. Beef, beef creamy beef and shells. Creamy shells and beef. Any one of those. And broccoli. So, roasted broccoli. Roasted broccoli. Um and for whatever reason, Ella had agreed to it. Like that was her pick. It got to be her night. And then she like really didn't touch dinner. I don't know why. Maybe and she I just didn't wasn't query. Hungry. Who knows? It remains a mystery. Tweens are a, another breed, in my opinion. Let me tell you something. Something. Remember, remember I told you the whole cod, miso cod story? You did <laughs> tell Oliver? me, but I don't know that listeners I know. know it. We're, we're yeah. going to try to get it to them as an outtake at some point soon. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like. Oliver's 13-year-oldness has kicked in so hardcore. So hardcore. Anyway. Okay, last recipe I'm going to mention. Yes, I just teased about the stra- the strawberry Pop-Tarts. We're not going to discuss that. Is I... you? You're like really hardcore today. <laughs> I don't okay, know. Because no. it's May. Okay. I feel overwhelmed. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Uh, our nugget salad recipe is what I'm going to link to, but I didn't necessarily plan nugget salads. It was just one of those nights where we had like a, a book ceremony, Emmett's class published books. And then he also had soccer practice. And on the way home, Miss Ella texts me and she's like, can we get chicken fingers? There's a chicken finger place near us. And so I did that. I did drive through of that, but then we turned it into like chicken nugget salad just greens, tomatoes, cucumbers, pickled red onions, cheddar cheese, and my favorite ranch dressing. Yum. Sounds delicious. And that's one of those four of four. Everybody in our family loves that. That's great. I love that. 
2024 is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinnertime overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter ButcherBox, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm, be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to homethreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. Home Threads, love where you live. That's homethreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. What are you cooking? Are you feeling the pressure of the end of school? Not really. I um no, I'm not feeling it yet. It's going to just it's going to sneak attack me even though I completely know it's coming up. It's actually been fairly mellow. We're like in a groove. It took a little while with both boys being on travel basketball teams, different travel basketball like leagues completely. So they have completely different schedules and practices. So there was like a little bit of a hiccup, but now we're like smooth sailing, I think for the next, like maybe two or three weeks. And then it's going to get hectic again. I'm sure. Like I can already see the invites coming in for some like end of year stuff, you know, but right now we're smooth sailing. The thing that's been happening in my house is that Mike has been traveling a lot, which he used to travel a lot when they were young and then stopped for a long time. But there's like a spate of work trips. So the other night, Oliver actually said, oh, God, dad's missing all the good dinners, which I thought was really funny because I wasn't thinking about it in a particular way. But I think that when it's just me and them, like subconsciously, I clearly serve different kinds of dinners. Like when Mike's around, I don't know, maybe it's like more formal. Mike really loves vegetables. And, you know, Mike is Mr. Like. I want a ton of protein. So I definitely think of more like complete meals. I want to make sure that like he has plenty of protein. Mike is also like 6'4", so and like a hungry guy. So I feel like when I have ideas like breakfast for dinner, 
Like, first of all, that's not usually enough protein for him. Or, you know, breakfast for dinner, you actually have to kind of cook in phases. I'd have to make like four eggs just for him. And then like, I never really sit at the table or it's cold. I don't know. Certain things just don't work the same way. I have made this complaint about breakfast for dinner. Like, it seems like it's going to be an easy and it is a little bit of a back pocket dinner in that like you can usually cook it from things that are already in your house but then to like make it feel really complete like you're saying i end up like making four or five things like i'm cutting fruit i'm doing some kind of like hash brown i'm doing a waffle or a pancake i'm cooking like bacon or sausage and then yeah I'm like, what did I just do to myself? Totally. So I'm glad that I satisfied the boys because they really wanted it. And it was a night when Isaac and I ate together. And then we had a like college office Zoom thing while Oliver was making his way home from basketball practice. And so then he ate separately and he's less picky. So I felt like he could just microwave (laughs) (laughs) his fried egg, which is weird and gross, but I acted like it was totally fine because he doesn't care and his pancakes. So anyway, breakfast for dinner, it worked out, but I'm glad that we're talking about the reality of it. Cause I think if you have a bigger family or if you have big eaters, like it can be kind of a pain in the ass. The fun thing about breakfast for dinner this time, I did pancakes, fried eggs, and bacon is that I had gotten Japanese style, like souffle pancake mix. And it was really easy because it was just like put in the mix and then an egg and whatever else. I don't even remember. Oh, an egg and milk. And that was it. And they came out like nice and big and fluffy and they were oversized and the kids loved it. So that made it fun. I did the bacon in the air fryer also, which actually is also a little bit of a pain in the Because the air fryer can't hold the amount of bacon. Because just for me and the boys, we almost went through two full packages (laughs) Oh, yeah. I <laughs> already knew that Mike was around. It's like the air fryer. We both have the same air fryer now. And like, it's just enough to like serve the four of us. And I think of us as having like smaller appetites. Oh, because totally. my kids are younger. Totally. And like not as tall as your guys. Like Isaac was like snacking on bacon all through the night. So I made like two packages and I had to do it in phases. But I think I've mentioned this before. Our air fryer is so easy to clean, no splatter. So there was something about it that still felt like this is easier, where I could just have the air fryer frying the bacon in batches while I quickly made pancakes and fried eggs. So that was one night, and that was a hit with the kids. Dad missed you it. Also, yeah, dad, dad missed, missed it. missing all the good stuff. <laughs> Um, if we can find it on Amazon, I'm sure you found it like at a local market. It'd be cool to link to the souffle. Yeah, I'll try to find it. I saw you tease it on Instagram and I was like, I know she's not going to pretend like we're not going to talk about that at some point in time. Put it on the list. Okay. Another thing I made that was another kid request. I don't know. I guess I let them drive the bus when Mike is gone. My Thai chicken burgers. So this is a recipe that I developed what feels like a trillion years ago. It ended up in my first cookbook, Make It Easy, because my kids love it so much. It's very simple. The only thing that you might not have on hand that you would need to make it really yummy is Thai sweet chili sauce. Okay. But it's like like you put the meat, it's a Thai chili sauce, everything else in a bowl. You fry up the burger patties. But the thing that you do first is you quick marinate pre-shredded carrots. 
Yeah. I've talked about this. I love that little like I carrot slaw yes. pickle situation. Yeah. It's and so then you good put some on... fresh herbs in there, right? Yes. So by the time the burgers fry up and you get them on the bun, the little sriracha mayo, you take the carrots, whatever phase they're in, they're good. They're tangy. They're delicious. You put it on top and that's that. So we had those and we actually have the recipe on our site. So we'll share that too. And then winner, the- winner, chicken dinner. No, it's not. It's not. No, winner, I know, winner, no, chicken no. Dinner. Oh. I know. I was trying to just make a joke. Oh, the chicken burger. <laughs> it's not from that book. It's from Make It Easy. Yes, it's from Make It Easy. We've shared it on Didn't I Just Feed You. Correct. Yes. Chicken, chicken, it was chicken. A, it was foreshadowing of your <laughs> chicken queen. It was. Status. I had no idea where I was headed. <laughs> Okay, and the last thing I made was a like a shipan gnocchi. I just needed again. There was like meetings and practices, and I just needed something really quick. This time, I know there are a thousand recipes. I actually was on Grossy Pelosi. Actually, his site is danpelosi.com, but he goes by Grossy Pelosi. And I saw that he had a shipan gnocchi. And what I liked about it was that it was actually really simple. It was just the gnocchi and tomatoes on the shipan. And then while that roasts, he makes like a quick basil vinaigrette. Mm. And that like in the blender. And then when it comes out, you just toss that, toss the gnocchi and the tomatoes, roasted tomatoes with the vinaigrette. And then you top with some arugula and burrata. So very low cook meal yes. that came out great. And I feel like it was a really nice twist on it. And instead of the veggies being roasted veggies on the sheet pan, I mean, there were the tomatoes, but it was that nice arugula, that nice fresh bite, which I really liked. Very springy. Almost salad adjacent. Yeah. I just want to call out something here. We've talked about this before that sheet pan meals in particular, and especially like this gnocchi as it's become a trend, they really benefit from a sauce. So I love this basil vinaigrette idea because the oven can be kind of drying. And also if everything's just like roasted separately, even mixed together, like you need something to bring all those flavors together. Totally. I recently made a sheet pan gnocchi, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago that I didn't mention on what we're cooking and eating now because I was rushing and I tossed it with a lot of garlic, a lot of olive oil. And then I, when it came out of the oven, I was like, it just needs a little more olive oil and a splash of lemon juice. And it was lame. Totally lame. <laughs> I was like, wah, wah. What a weird book bookend. Yeah, I, know. I started with a recipe I didn't love and you're ending with a recipe yes. that you didn't love. There you go. Listen, we're not, we're never not real here on Didn't <laughs> I Just Feed You. You know where we're also keeping it real is in our free community where you can also get the links that we mentioned in this episode where Stacey's going to share a snapshot of her peanut noodle recipe as well. So if you've not joined us there, why not join for free at Didn't I Just Feed You.com backslash community or if you want bonus episodes and other goodies join our supporting community you can also follow us on instagram where we're at didn't i just feed you a huge thank you to our producer samantha gatsik i'm stacy and i'm megan stay sane and well-fed friends 